Absolute Radio. Uh, welcome to uh, Absolute Radio. <laughs> Rock and roll football. It's Rob Beckett. I just just done the marathon, but luckily the studio's pretty near near to the old uh, finish line. So yeah, so welcome, welcome to the show. Um, it's a long old way, isn't it? The marathon, twenty six miles. They they do say it's a marathon, not a sprint. Um, but I sprinted it, regretted it, did it in an hour and a half, but still a bit bit much. Um, so we've got. I mean, I'm still trying to pretend to be tired, but I'm not. I don't think. I, you know, I tried. I've, obviously, guys, if you sit there thinking, Rob, you've just run the marathon, now you did a radio show. I didn't do the marathon. That was me lying for hopefully he, he, like funny effect. Um, what I did was though, um, for some reason, when I was pretending to be tired, I sort of coughed. <laughs> did you notice that? I sort of going. <laughs> I felt like I was doing my phoning in sick voice rather than faking a marathon voice, which I'm not very confident at because I've never had to fake doing a marathon. Um, I did see it annoys me when you see like people jogging on marathon day in london just why like you've had all year and now you see someone dr- running you're like yeah i might give that a bash um so but if anyone's sitting at home now is well, going i'm gonna do that i'm gonna do that i'm gonna run that marathon they say you're not right don't lie to yourself you're not gonna do it just watch it and enjoy it and don't don't stress yourself out about it because it can't be good for you it's too long and it that is just too that is too long to run 26 miles i get bored driving 26 miles so god knows what you do for 26 miles just also as well i always think what if you're running next to an idiot do you know what I mean? Well, if you're running to someone you hate and they stink and you're too tired to run away from them. So, yeah, I'm not a big fan of the marathon. Absolute radio. It's football day today, big football day today. Chelsea, if they win today, could basically win the league. They beat Arsenal at the Emirates. They're on, they need, I mean, I'm going to make up the facts. It's probably one more win. Something like that. It's one more win. If they beat Arsenal, it's one more win they need uh, to win the league. So, the only problem is, though, if Chelsea win the league in the next couple of weeks... It's going, to be, it's going to get boring, isn't it? It's going to be like a month of boring football because we know they've won the league. To be fair, top four's near enough sewn up with, it looks like it's going to be Man City, Arsenal, Chelsea, Man United, Liverpool, you know, drew yesterday. So football's going to get a bit boring. Obviously, we've got the relegation battle, but Burnley look like they're going, QPR look like they're going, so it might only be one other that stays. So I think what we need to try and do is make the Premier League a bit more exciting. So I've been able to think, but I want your suggestions of what we can do because um, um, I think maybe, like, Every team, because the last four weeks going to get boring. Here, every team should have one player over fifty, so get back a legend and and play them in the team. Or we could even have the last five minutes of the match, anything goes. So no rules, no fouls. So like fighting, everyone quite likes a little fight. So let's make it legal, and then we, it's not bad to like it. Everyone likes a little fight on football, so we could do that. And um, Simon Bryan is a big NFL fan, thinks we should do playoffs. I think that'd be a lot more fun. So basically, that would be the top four. At the end of the season, whoever's in the top four play each other a, couple, a few times each. In America, it's seven times. So I think that'd be too much. I'll get even. I'll get bored of that. But imagine, imagine the, like the players are doing the championship to get promoted. Imagine that, and they win the league. That'd be well exciting, wouldn't it? Imagine like Arsenal playing Chelsea twice, Man United playing Man City. Be brilliant. So I want to know what your suggestions. How can we make the last few weeks of the Premier League a bit more exciting? Uh, my favourite so far is from Samuel Bennett, who said. All managers have to play at least an hour of their side's remaining fixtures, which I think would be brilliant because, you know, Mourinho wasn't a great player, but obviously he's a great manager. But imagine Allardyce. Imagine Sam Allardyce doing an hour of Premier League football. Imagine him crunching Wenger. Poor old Birdman Wenger getting crunched by Allardyce. He's meathead. That'd be awful. It'd be horrific. But I was just me and Silent Brian were saying, who do you reckon be the best player, the best manager at playing football, you know? Gary Monk, Sherwood, both quite young, they only retired a few years ago, but then Ronald Koeman was an absolute boss 
when he played. Really, and Wenger never played at the top level. Marino never played at the top level. So it'll be quite interesting to know it'll be the best one. Um, Barry said every time a team scores, they have to place, replace the goal scorer with someone from the crowd. Well, that'd be good. But then that, potentially that could be a bit political. And they'll have like, oh, look who's in the crowd. Oh, it's only... And it'd be like a really good footballer. So that could, that could be good, but we'll have to, they'll have to really vet. It's like, you know, like the X Factor or Britain's Got Talent. It's, they say it's like all these people that queued up and you get, you know, the people that are awful, but there's always a couple of hooky ones in there. They tried to get me to do that years ago. Um, they do they? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm revealing trade secrets now. I don't want Cal on my case. But I'm, I think I'm aware that if you're, you know, knocking about the live entertainment circuit, you might get an invite to maybe the, you know, the second round of the, oh God, please don't bury me, Cal. Please don't bury me. Um, yeah, so other suggestions we've had of livening up the Premier League. Um, We've got um, some very angry tweets about Mourinho, which I can't read out. Um, we've got this one from Lee Thomas. It says, if a game's nil-nil, after 15 minutes, a mountain lion should be released onto the pitch. Which I think, some games are really exciting, because it'll be like the day, the fear factor of, like, it's mountain lion. Or, potentially, the lion just might go, might go sleep. And might just lay on the grass. He just have to play around them. Or, he might be well good at football. And if he starts bashing them in, no one's going to tell him off. So that could be a good one, Lee Thomas. Or... This is quite interesting. Dave reckons losses should be worth three points as well. But I think that, well, if, that might cancel each other out if the wins are still worth three points. But if wins, aren't, if wins aren't worth any points and losses are worth three points, then that might because people will play to lose. Which will be, that's exciting, isn't it? I mean, if we just gave them three points, well, it'd be absolutely pointless, because literally it would be loads of points, but it'd be absolutely waste of time, because everyone have the same points. So, yeah, it's a good idea, Lee Thomas, but don't let me be in charge of the, impl- <laughs> like, you know, getting it out there, because I might say it wrong, and it won't be worth anything. <laughs> I'll completely ruin it and make it even more boring. Um, Rowan Aura reckons multi-ball. This has been a very popular one, multi-ball, with more than one ball on the pitch, which I think might get a bit confusing, but it would, it would liven it up. Or this one, I think, is interesting, from Lee on Twitter. Best and worst players on each side have to be tied together at the ankle to see how good the star really is. So, for the argument's sake, you'd have someone like, you know, I mean, Eden Hazard. You know, best player. Who's, who's Chelsea's? All oh, Chelsea's players are quite good, aren't they? Or say if it was Man United, you'd have someone like Wayne Rooney tied up with, like, Phil Jones. Or someone like a Raphael. So Rooney's trying to do over a kick, so we've got this little nutty Brazilian right back sliding in, getting sent off every two minutes. Absolutely. Absolute radio. Um, we're asking you for your suggestions of how to improve, you know, make it a bit more exciting in the last few weeks of the Premier League, because all the positions seem to be tied up. Looks like Chelsea are going to win it. So we've had some great suggestions coming in. Um, we've had um, uh, uh, Rob Payton has said everyone should, every, t- every player in the league should put their name in a hat, draw 20 captains, and then have to line up for teams to be picked, which is going to be a bit. You know, it's a bit demoralising. Take it back to PE uh, school days and pick teams. It'd be interesting, though, if they pick the, their own teammates or if they go for better players. But that could liven it up. Because also, if we're going for the early suggestion that the managers have to play 60 minutes of every game till the end of the season, that could really liven up the team picks. Because we're having a bit of a debate in the studio between... Um, Sherwood and Gary Monk are Son and Brian's picks for the best managers if that's to still play football. Or I'm going for Ronald Koeman because you don't lose class. He might be 50, but he's still be able to ping it in from anywhere. And we've written off John Carver and Steve Bruce as absolute no-hopers if they had to go and play again. Um, also, um, so, um, oh, there was that another suggestion here. This is a live, a live suggestion. I don't, I've not even read it yet. From Paul Hogan. Managers play football manager in front of fans before match. All scores added together at the end of the real game. 
team. That's a good one, Paul Hogan. Straight off the bat. Last time I did one like that, it was really, really not allowed to be on air. But I did it anyway. This is, this is Absolute, Absolute Radio. Basically, as we know, Romesh Ranganathan, friend of mine and very funny comedian, is a bit stressed out, always got the ump. So we're going to find out what's wrong with him and try and cheer him up. Romesh, are you there? Hello, mate. You all right? Yeah, you all right? Bit tired, mate. Okay, why are you tired? tired? I went to the uh, I went to the cinema. I went to the late night showing. Is this your problem at the cinema? The way you're saying it feels like this is what's got you umpy. Oh, mate. So basically, I've been on tour. I was on tour all week. Yeah, so going on about it, were you, mate? We all are. I was on tour all week, all over the country. Do you know what I mean? I was on tour. So, um, (laughs) so yes. Tickets available. (laughs) Robert Shanganathan don't come on tour. (laughs) Doing a tour. So, so so yesterday morning I was in Edinburgh. Came to went got a train to Croydon. By the way, what a mistake that is. Edinburgh to Croydon. Is that a direct line now? Is that good? Is that the new crossroad they keep going on? You got to change. You got to change at King's Cross. Okay, fair enough. It's it's, it's just a short hop, five and a half hours. (laughs) Absolute result, mate. Really good. You know, some people fly, but I think why bother? When you can do yeah, six hour round trip across two capital cities. Such a good time. You can, you know, upgrade to the first class. Did you? Great. Yeah. Oh mate, so good. <laughs> you pay you pay twenty five quid extra, and every so often someone pours you a weak tea. Oh, <laughs> such a good time, such a good time, mate. Really worth it. Oh, good. Anyway, oh, yeah, anyway, so I wanted to watch Avengers: Age of Ultron. As you know, I'm into that, right? Yeah, yeah. So you know, so I went to the. So the only way I could do it is if I booked tickets for the ten to midnight. Showing. Oh, right? ten to midnight. Ten to midnight. Was this, was this two last hours twenty two minutes? What? Is this last night was that? This last night, yeah, mate. So, so I okay. finished the show. Ten to nine. The show in Croydon. In Croydon. Yeah. Went to Crawley. No, went back to Crawley. Yeah. Right. Um, obviously, I've been away all week, so I didn't want to rush home to the family. Decided to go and watch a film. Right. So, so you've um, got, you finished your gig in Croydon. So you yeah. did Edinburgh Friday night, Croydon yeah. Saturday night, and then at midnight you've booked in to go to the cinema on ten your own. Ten to midnight. Yeah. Own. Ten to midnight. No, I went with a mate. Thankfully, it seems bad, doesn't it, 10 to midnight, but fortunately there's 40 minutes of adverts beforehand, so the film doesn't get cracking for a good while. Well, till the next day. Yeah, 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 exactly. So the film started this morning. Correct, correct, yeah. By the way, just so you know, people that go to the 10 to midnight showing of Avengers Age of Ultron, weirdos. Every, uh, Basically, if you think, do you know what? I've been to the cinema a few times, and what what annoys me about it is sitting with normal people. <laughs> so what, I, what I'd like to do, I'd like to I'd like to sit with a room in a room full of freaks. Who's going to the cinema at that time? Me and, your and mate. every weirdo in Crawley, and uh, yeah, and my mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We uh, we bought a, bought a plastic bottle of beer each. Yep. Because you can't have glass bottles because obviously it gets quite rowdy at Avengers. Yeah, fair enough. Do you know the main thing that annoys me? <laughs> yeah, is let's, the, get, is so the, let's get on point, mate, because that is the that is the, the point <laughs> of this, isn't it? It's the, it's, I don't know. I'm not your therapist. <laughs> The snack situation yes. at cinemas I find unacceptable, mate. And like, basically, what I don't like is is you go and buy popcorn. But popcorn's too expensive, right? Yeah. But 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 I can't walk away from a bargain. You know, I mean, you know what they do? They go like, they go, you can have a can have a you go so can have a regular popcorn. I go sweet and salty. Yeah. I always go sweet and salty, salty at the top, and then sweet at the bottom. So it's like a main and dessert. Yeah, right? fair so, enough. That's a classic I, approach, I, I, I would say. So. I, so I said to him, can I have a medium popcorn? He said, yeah, you can have a medium popcorn. It's £4.70. So if you, if you pay £4.90, you yeah. get 100 times the amount of popcorn. I mean, it's... <laughs> See, it, it, you, can either have, you can either have this bag, yeah. or for £4.90, I'll give you a rucksack full, full of popcorn. popcorn. Yeah. So you but went for 4 Of course, mate. Yeah. How could... 20p extra 
if I, I, I think I get your problem is it's overpriced, right? Is that your problem? It's overpriced, yeah. And, yeah. and, and I've thought about other things in the past, like I've smuggled snacks. Yeah, in. I'm a smuggler. I'm right. a smuggler, like a little pirate, I am. Smuggle it all yeah. in, little smugglers in. Put well, it in your pockets. Yeah, I mean, I, the thing is, is what happens is when I do smuggle, when I smuggle, I always try and bring in customised snacks. Once I got my mum to do me like a Sri Lankan star popcorn thing, right? You know, like, <laughs> like spices and all of that. I opened the packet, really? mate. Really? What kind of popcorn like in Sri Lanka, then? No, the popcorn's the same, mate. The popcorn's the same. But what I mean is, like, it's du- like she does some, like, spices on it and all that. Do you know what I mean? Like, sort really? Of is it nice? up a bit, yeah. It's nice if you fancy um, opening up a packet and it feels like you've released a chemical weapon in a theatre. I was the only person of Asian descent in the theatre. I and don't you, think... It wouldn't have taken <laughs> Sherlock to figure out who was responsible. You've got your bomb bag respons- popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the cinema smells normal, except for that area. It smells like the Taj Mahal. I wonder what's going on. <laughs> um, so that's why you can't smuggle in. Just smuggle stuff in that doesn't smell so strongly. But it's, you know, it's difficult because you've got to open the packet. And so I don't, you don't, I've tried pre-opening the packet so you don't have the rustling when you get in there. Yeah. But the problem is, is like it falls over all over the place. You know what I mean, I just, and also there's the ethics of it. Is it right to smuggle smacked into the cinema? Mate, I mean, I think if you're going to the cinema at midnight on your own, I think you can do whatever you want. I think you just keep it down. £17 a ticket was, mate. 17 17 Yeah. For IMAX 3D. Oh, By the way... I hate 3D. It's a waste of time. Don't bother. Oh, it. my it's your God. First mistake. Oh, my God. Gives me a headache. What, what's a rip-off? If I want to see 3D, I'll just go outside and go in the street. And also, the other thing is, it's not the same. They make it out like it's three dimensions. It's also a lot darker. Yeah, it's also so much darker. I mean, there's a thing about when, when do you put the glasses on or not. Half the trailers are in 3D, half of them weren't. Um, oh, my God. Robert, I it's think, more stressful than it's worth, I mate. think you should probably just go home and see your children. Yeah, but they're not good. Listen, <laughs> I, it's very easy for you to say that, isn't it? I come home and, you should go home and see Why don't you be a dad? <laughs> it's midnight. There's no point, mate. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're asleep enough. anyway. Okay, fair mean? Yeah. Anyway, um, I, to be fair, to be fair, I did come home because the film finished at three o'clock in the morning. Three o'clock in the morning. Oh my god! Robert, I, I got home. Go cinema normal time and take in your own snacks. Ideally, not Sri Lankan style popcorn because there's a time and a place for Sri Lankan style popcorn, and it's not in the cinema when it's that smelly. <laughs> if it's going to, if it's if, you, if it's get, if it's getting up your nose, imagine what it's going up to everyone else. So just, oh my god! I think I in felt a group so environment, you just eat, you need to eat plain bland food. As though, you, yeah. know, you don't want to get. I saw someone bring in a sausage egg McMuffin once, and it was about four o'clock in the afternoon, and that was stop. That they stopped serving them at half ten. So I don't know where. So what that that guy, hold on, what has that guy done? What's that guy done? Well, it's an egg McMuffin, mate, that's been sitting around for four hours thinking of sausage oh and egg in the cinema. Oh, my God. Cinema. That is... I'd say... That sp- person's probably dead now, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the out-of-date muffins. Right, yeah, you can't. I think what you got to do is just get in, take your own stuff in, but stuff that's not too strong, and just sort of try and relax and try and book cinema at a normal time. Okay. Yeah? Does that be. sound good? Rob, do you know what? As always, mate, you're so helpful. I'm just very grateful that you're a friend of mine. Thank you. Ramesh. It means a lot. Anytime. Absolute Radio. There's still people finishing the marathon, and I'm not having a load. If anything, do you know what I mean? It's like a full day at work. It's too long, isn't it? 26 miles is too long. I, I think the marathon's a fun thing. They're the Great North Run up, you know, up north as well. They do, they do, I mean, New York, all over the place. I think marathons are good, but they're just a bit too long. 26 miles is too long. I reckon around 20 miles is enough. Like, and I've been thinking about it. Loads of things are too long, like a lot of films. Like, most films over three hours 
either need to have a sequel or just, you know, shave off. Like, Silent Brian reckons Interstellar, I've not seen it, but that, you could easily take 20 minutes off of that, bring it down to about 2 minutes 40. It doesn't need to be three hours long. You know, the same with Godfather, classic films, but I reckon if you cut out every bit of beard stroking and, like, one, and thinking, you know those thinking shots they do in, like, really good films? You know, because I like films like Rocky and, you know, like, you know, Avengers, silly things like that. But also I do quite like proper films that win Oscars, but there's so much thinking. That's when you know it's one of those Oscar films when there's someone not even acting, they just look like they're thinking. If they cut all the thinking time out, I reckon Godfather will be a quality hour and a half. Because I don't, I get bored, so I get bored like gigs. I went and saw Billy Connolly and it was amazing, right? Absolutely amazing stand-up. But he did two hours without a break and I needed a wee at about hour and 15. And it doesn't matter, you could be saying the funniest jokes of all time, but if I need a wee, I can't laugh. Because it's just, I don't, it, it could be the best time of my life, but I don't want that ruining it by wetting myself at the end of a gig. Um, and so I think I want to start shaving things off a bit. Things need to be like, Titanic again, another film, three hours. I reckon you could shave about two hours 45 off that. Just the sinking boat at the end. That's everyone, that's what you're there for. Ben thinks golf should be 14 holes max. Because that does get boring as well. Especially sometimes, if it's nine calls, nine hole calls, you have to just do it twice. And that's the 18 know, It's awful. So I reckon 14 holes in golf, that'd liven it up a bit, wouldn't it? Um, there's a couple of shanter attacks here with people saying Peter Crouch and my teeth of too long and not to mention more phallic ones, which is an absolute waste of time. Um, on uh, daytime radio. Um, Will thinks Lord of the Rings is far too long, which I totally agree with. I thought Lord of the Rings was absolutely awful. I went and saw it, and I'll be honest with you, I didn't realise it was a trilogy until after three hours I've sat through that, and then that Frodo geezer just started walking somewhere else. And I was like, what's happening at the end? And I was like, it's a trilogy. I was like, "You nine hours. People do that back-to-back at the cinema. They go, have, you, have you heard that? They do the Lord of the Rings trilogy. He goes to the cinema. And what? I, can't think, I can't think of anything worse. It's like a challenge. Um, also, Grant Things baking a jacket potato. I couldn't agree with you more. I, lo- I love a sp- I love a baked spud. Love a jacket potato in the oven. Crispy in it, but it takes too long. You microwave it. Awful. Or you do that thing where you microwave it for like six minutes and oh, oh, crisp it up in the oven. Pathetic. Just don't have one. Waste of time. Um, no, I'm not having a go at you. I'll do it myself. I'm just angry at me as well as you. Um, also, fr- um, we've got Joanne thinks uh, her, her husband says the guitar solo in Purple Rain is far too long. Um, Prince, he does like to drag it out, old Princey. Didn't he? I went to see a gig and it goes on for ages and all his songs have felt they're good. He's good. You know, I mean, I don't think Prince is waiting for me to say he's good. I think he knows, and I think everyone's aware that he's good. Um, I hope there's no one at home now who's heard that and gone, I might buy a ticket now. He's got old Bobby Beckles approval. But I think, at a gig, I've got a short attention span. Best eight songs, knock it out in about 40 minutes. Let's all go home, get another beer. Um, and Rico in Selly Oaks thinks French baguettes are too long. So if you've got an issue with that, you have to find Rico and uh, settle it with him, which can't be hard to find a Rico in Selly Oaks. Absolute. Absolute Radio. It's Rob Becky, Absolute Radio, rock and roll football. It's still nil-nil in the Arsenal-Chelsea game. But more excitingly than that, we have our guest this week, and it's only Ed Gamble. Hello. Hello, Edward. How are you? Does anyone call you Edward? Uh, my mother, when she's angry. Oh, and me when I'm happy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> um, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Um, you are a comedian, aren't you? I am. How, is that how you describe yourself? Full-on comedian? Or? I describe myself as a full-on comedian. Yeah, but that is your only thing? Because we had Charlie Baker on the other week and he yeah. does anything, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> singing, dancing, you know. I don't do singing or dancing. I describe plaster, myself. Plastering, anything. Anything you want, though. Uh, what, uh, comedian? Um, comedic actor? Comedic, comedic actor, comedian... I don't R- like the comedic writer. actor because it sounds like you're no good at all the other acting. Well, you've just you've just said I'm a comedic actor, and then 
yeah, gone no. back on it. Yeah, yeah. But that implies that, you know, you might be good. You might be good at other acting. All right, I'm an actor. But I'm would you actor. call yourself an actor or a comedic no, actor? No, because I'm not, I don't think I am an actor. Because I think I'm primarily a comedian. I refer to myself as a comedian and actress. Right. Because <laughs> it's just actor now. And yeah. I think, let's just have a bit of that. Let's yeah. make it fully equal. Equal. So if we're all going to be actors, why can't we all be actresses? That's true. I, I don't think we should, I know that we call everyone actors now and that seems fair. Yeah. But it's a shame to lose the word actress, actress isn't so it? So why can't we all be actresses? You can be an actress. Thank you. Just to keep the word in circulation. Yeah. So uh, that's, I think that's a record for me having a guest on the show. Within half a question, back on me. Perfect. <laughs> Let's talk about Robert. Um, Ed, right, so comedian, all that. You do almost royal on E4. Yeah, it's a bit of acting in that. Bit of acting in that, yeah. but it's mainly just being funny. And then you do your stand-up shows, the Gambletron 5000. Gambletron 5000 is my show, which is on at the Soho Theatre. Next in week May. in May London. May 7th to 9th, Soho Theatre. May 7th to the 9th, Soho Theatre. You can go and see Gambletron 5000. Best Edinburgh poster, best poster, I think. I really like your poster. Thanks, mate. You look very corny, mate. Thank you. Cool, funny guy. So if you enjoy shows with good posters, you should come along. Yeah, that's it. If you're into art and comedy, (laughs) Ed Gamble's your man. (laughs) Sorry, I'm struggling a little bit. Ed just saw me eat a hot pot far too quickly, didn't I? It's one of the fastest things I've ever seen happen. Oh, I I had not. I put hot pot on halfway through Stereophonics, have a nice day. And then I rushed out when something else was on. And I came back in a bit of tomato sauce in it and I ate that all the way through Radio Ed I predict a riot and I was burping all the way it was horrible wasn't it Ed? it's going to cause you trouble mate I didn't look like a broadcaster I looked like a man going through some if- issues <laughs> it looked and like really... the, the first time you'd had food in a while <laughs> and I was really taking it out on my hot pot <laughs> <laughs> just get this hot pot down me and I'll be alright um, Ed right see so Arsenal Chelsea game on today are mm. you a football fan really N- uh, no would you like me to say yes would it be no no not at all not at all I, I've only got to keep people up to date with scores I don't really you know. uh, not really no but um, I, I used to support Chelsea in the 90s oh in the 90s when they were rubbish so you're like the opposite of a glory hunter <laughs> yeah I, re- I, I, I like that squad I you can sort then... of got a bit bored when they started being successful I was like I won't go back to the cult hits yeah once Scott Minto left I didn't really have much <laughs> else to do <laughs> he's gone Benfica there's no hope for any of us <laughs> um, right what we're going to do though is because when there's a goal I don't know if you do you listen to rock and roll football yep okay so what happens when there's a goal <laughs> oh everyone goes mad don't they I imagine <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, we all go a bit mad. (laughs) Yeah, all right. We all get a bit excited, but something happens, Ed, because as a big rock and roll football fan as you are because yeah, you're a friend yeah. of mine and you're a, you know, a big fan of my stuff yeah, yeah. Um, you know what happens so what, you know what happens isn't it? everyone eats a hot pot don't everyone they? has a hot pot so <laughs> quick no what happens is when there's a goal this happens <laughs> we play the goal noise I could have guessed that well you didn't did you don't say you could have guessed it when you didn't guess well, it I could have done I didn't think it would be as simplistic as that that someone would shout goal well, you, you, you really, you know, I don't think you're being very nice about the show. No, I am. Look, I'm loving the show already, oh, mate. it's a great show, isn't it? Yeah, I'm no, really enjoying I've, it. I've got five Sony Awards. Have you? Well, I, coming soon. <laughs> In the future. Yeah. And a couple of our Kivas. Yeah. They're all the big awards shows. And, right. um, I haven't got any yet, but I reckon I'll get some one day. All right, lovely. So I'm working on that. Um, yeah, so basically, we do the goal noise. However, um, we've been doing it a bit differently since I've... Um, really driven into the ground um i've uh, we've been getting all our guests to do their own goal noises so like you uh, we want you to sort of do one so this is tom allen's goal it's quite a nice one isn't it's it lovely yeah there's been a goal there's charlie baker there yeah. voiceover available for voiceover as well as um comedic stuff so loads of stuff like that we've got um you know different little ones like that so you can feel free to <laughs> There's been a goal! So stuff that's Ian Smith doing this yeah, one. Yeah, so yeah. if you want to do your one, I can count you in and you can, you can either be big or small or whatever. Okay, really. so whatever I want. Whatever you want, because not everyone's really like happy and excited when they do it, do mm. you know what I mean? So, can we, you know, feel free. So I'll count you in. Okay. Right? Um, How would you like to be counted in? 
Um, probably three, two, one. Three, two, one. No go. Just three, two, one. Oh yeah, that's the problem, isn't it? Yeah, we have this quite a bit. Three, two, one. Go. It's up to you, though, mate. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Go, and then I'll do it. Okay, right. All let's right, do that deal. then. Right. right. Three, two, one. Go. Goal. Oh, it's nice. quite questioning because because I don't really yeah. know about football, yeah. I so mean, I don't know what a goal is necessarily. So goal. Oh, Just that, checking. That'll be quite good for like offside decisions. Mm. If I'm not sure yet, yeah. I mean, to be honest, I don't really get the goal, the noise, the, I don't even know what they're called. These little file things on this computer in front of me, yeah. it's that little while <laughs> I want to press play quick enough anyway. Yeah. So I'm, I could use that, that could be my backup. Yeah. And then I go, actually, no, it's not. <laughs> but just in case it was. Goal. Goal. Oh, it's not, oh yeah. that's really nice, isn't it? Um, so, well done for that, Ed. I think for someone <laughs> who had no idea what they were doing, I think you've done really well. Um, right, um, are you happy to stay till six? Oh, yeah, go Good, because I've locked the door. <laughs> Absolute radio. Um, we were going to try and do an um, item on this show because that's what you do on radio shows you, you're a very successful podcaster yeah the Peacock and Gamble podcast indeed um, and um, been trying to do some items because so like features and yeah, like, like yeah, regular yeah. things yeah, yeah just yeah. sort of like build a bit of you know like audience like connection <laughs> and all that and then like that sort of really like bit of re- the, yeah that yeah, kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah like, like a bit yeah. of yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. cool great um, <laughs> so that's what we were trying to do like I, I got caught out because I, I forgot to play our song because I was trying to I was doing animal noises I was googling animal noises you were googling Googling animal noises. Yeah, like on YouTube, trying to find noise, and I thought we could do a great feature. Guess the animal noise. Right. And I spoke about it, it's basically a lot of cats and dogs, the occasional goat and the odd donkey. So You not... couldn't think of more animals than no, that? No, no, right? I could, but there's not a lot. I mean, it's not a lot of lions being weird. Yeah. It's, ma- it's mainly those, it's yeah. mainly cats and dogs <laughs> with the odd goat and donkey and yeah, the cows yeah. just moo. It's quite obvious that it's a cow. <laughs> so it wasn't a really a bit that worked. Yeah, yeah. But I've got this other one, right? Um, do you reckon you can help me do it? Definitely. It's um, like a pun-based one, because okay. it is the radio, isn't yeah. it? Um, and we're going to mix a, a TV detective right. with a footballer. Ah, now, you yeah. might have a problem, because I'm not necessarily swatted up on footballers' names. Well, I'm not great with detectives. Yeah. So between us, we could vet them, and maybe they would be all right for, like, get these guys at home. These are the old rock and roll football listener guys. Yeah. Or you dudes. How are you? Good. Um, get you to send some in, because we've got some suggestions. We've got... Well, one is Lufa Blissett. And he... Because, well, there's Lufa, isn't it? I mean, it's, I mean I, I'm not great at features. But Lufa is, yeah. you know, Idris Elba. Yeah, yeah, um, He um, has a detective show called Lufa. Lufa, And yeah. there's a footballer called Lufa Blissett. But that's not really mixing them, is it? That's just no. sort of saying two names, isn't it? He just happens to be called Luther as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like, cause if anything, I could have done that in, unintentionally. I've just gone, oh, I've just watched a great episode of Lufa... Blissett has scored, and I've done yeah. one, and all I'm doing is just talking doing your about job. TV yeah, yeah. and giving you a goal. I mean, he yeah, retired yeah. 30 years ago, but if he did come back and score, I'd <laughs> need to tell the masses. Um, and the other one I've got is Kojak Wilshire. Okay, so, so is there is there a player called Jack Wilshire? Yes, so? there is. Right, no, okay. No, there's a player called Co. <laughs> <laughs> Co Wilshire. Um, yeah, there's a player called Jack Wilshire, so yeah. Kojak Wilshire yeah. works, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. So, do you want to have a little think? All right. <laughs> and then anyone at home, if you can beat Lufa, bliss it, or Kojak Wilshire, if you can beat those detective footballer combos let me know this is is absolute absolute radio um we're asking for the combo of detective and footballers um we've had some great suggestions um ed gamble you're not Mm. really a football fan are you no so at the moment you're just listing every detective you can think of yes i've got i've got wikipedia up with all the how many detectives have you got there thousands 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 mate you should be one mate (laughs) (laughs) info up real quick um so we've had some good suggestions we've had julian dicks 
on of the Doc's Green from Craig Russell. What is Dixon? What, what Dixon is Dixon of Doc Green? Dixon was a, Dixon, was a TV show. Dixon of Doc Green. When yeah. was this? It was probably in the seventies. I want to say. Right. We've got the internet now. 60s, 70s. The 60s and 70s don't exist anymore, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> if you can't find it on YouTube, it didn't happen. So let's put a line through that one. Um, we've got Rule Fox Mulder from Angela in Welling Garden Sea. That's a good one, isn't it? Rule Fox, the Tottenham winger, and then Fox Mulder from X Files. I don't know if I would count Fox Mulder as a TV detective. I don't think he's a classic TV detective. I would call That's him more a classic. A he's still a detective, isn't he? It's paranormal just... investigator. But just because the subjects he's investigating aren't. Ex-filed yeah. doesn't mean that he can't have an official job title. Well, I think if you inquired with the FBI, they were probably denying the existence. Exactly. So this is where you get come on stuck because we've had a great suggestion here um, from Jeremy. It says the Dark Zat Knight for Batman. You know, right. the Dark Knight. Yeah. And there's a football called Zat Knight. Not a um, detective. Yeah, he's not really. He's more of a private investigator. Yeah, because he's doing it off his own back. He's not is a that, fully accredited detective. No, but then no one's paying him though. Oh, is he what they called? That he's a. Uh, oh, there's a word for this. A vigilante. He's a vigilante. That's what he is. But they're quite dangerous because they can really upset the social order. Yeah, exactly. Because he's doing so, all his work pro bono. If anything, Batman's very naughty. <laughs> Even though he's trying to do a good thing, but sometimes you have good intentions. Yeah, he's committing crimes on the I way. I tried to do a roast once. Did you? Have great intentions, but yeah. it was an absolute mess of a thing. Um, <laughs> terrible. You try and all. It's all timing. <laughs> I can do them all on their own individually, but you try and get a roast chicken all done at the same time. Are you suggesting that you making a roast dinner is similar to vigilante crime fighting? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Depends <laughs> if you're hungry enough. Um, and um, we've got one more, which is our best one so far, from James Campbell. Alessandro Del Poirot. I like that one. Oh, isn't that a lovely one? I understand both the elements of that as well, which oh. is rare. Yes, Ed Campbell! You're, you're, you'll be a football fan by the time you leave. <laughs> Absolute Radio. Old Bobby Beckles here with Ed Gamble. Hello. It's exciting, isn't it, Gamble? Really exciting. Oh, so basically, we've been asking for your footballer detective puns, haven't we? Mm -hmm. And Ed's not a football fan, so he's just been listing detectives. Yeah, trying However, my hardest. Rumour has it that um, you've got one. <clears> but <throat> yeah. I'll draw this on that. We don't want to. We don't want to go with oh, that. Too, oh, okay. Uh, we've had a few other suggestions from people. Also, people are going, "Oh, why are we doing it? Why are we doing it? Because we want it, mate. All right." But actually, there was a reason that I didn't say earlier because I forgot to. But um, Dazu, the um, exports of centre back. Used to play football, qualified as a forensic detective. Did he? And now he's got a job. Congrats! So congrats to uh, was it Ard uh, Andra something with an A? <laughs> Belgian, isn't he? De Zoo. De Zoo. Yeah. Well done to De Zoo. Well done, detective De Zoo. Dutch. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that sounds like it'd be a good area, sort of Flemishy, Flemishy Dutch sort of area, isn't it? It sounds like it'd be a good show as well. Detective de Zoo sounds like a sort of animal-based. Yeah, who's it? The giraffes. Uh, hey, <laughs> I don't know. But there's a comfy-looking lion over there. <laughs> <laughs> That's the pilot episode written already. <laughs> That's the one, isn't it? <laughs> the, the, the giraffes are starving. How can a giraffe starve? <laughs> so big. Um, we've had some other suggestions of uh, um, of uh, detective footballers. We've got Agatha Malcolm Christie. Oh. Agatha Christie. Okay, I, d I tell you why I'm I'm not sure about that. Is I, I don't know any footballers. Malcolm Christie, football. Uh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. Striker. Dexter Morgan Schneiderlin. Right. That's the last one, isn't it? And Andreas Sherlock Holmes. Exactly, his name's Sherlock. Right, okay. Holmes. That's nice. That works nice. So, well, I would. Dexter Morgan is not a detective, he's a he, murderer. He's a serial killer, but he works in forensics. Yeah. His sister's a detective. Look, I don't know anything about football. All I've got is that I can pick people up on well, whether something's a detective or not. I can change it for you. Right. In the in the Dexter program, yeah. Dexter is forensics, not detective. His sister, Deborah Morgan, yeah. is a detective. So. Yeah. 
Deborah Morgan Schneiderlin. Yeah, thank you. So I'm happy with that, that now. Is, thank, thank you. Thank you yep. very much. That was right. Okay. So more more excitedly though, we've only gone and got one from a gambler, mate. Right, right. So let me get you ready for it. I mean, I don't know. It's, I've got five minutes of drum roll. Do you need right. five, or do you reckon? I don't know how much I should be building it up. Um, okay, let's do it. Miss Marple Ince. Yeah, pretty proud of myself. Ed Gamble. Brilliant. Now, you've just won the award yeah. for best detective footballer pun. Thank do you, you. want to do your spe- speech? Quick, quick thank you to everyone. Uh, thank you, uh, everyone, for believing in me. Uh, I can do this. Thank you uh, to Absolute for giving me uh, a computer with a connection to the internet. Yeah, and of course. The well, two tabs. You say that like it's an easy thing. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm on mine. <laughs> the two tabs I have open on uh, on the browser here, uh, rather disappointingly for would everyone. Would you like to find the browser in question? I would because I, I've unfortunately You're had Mozilla to. Mozilla Firefox man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Chrome dude. You're a Chrome dude. <laughs> oh, the relationship's over, Ed. I'm not having Chromesters on it. I bet, I bet you're searching Bing and ask Jeeves. You're an animal, Ed. This, this is absolute, absolute radio. I think I'm having a breakdown. I think so I'm do having I. a breakdown. What I like about it though is you're having a breakdown but still remembering to check the scores. Yeah, I'm a professional. <laughs> Very professional. Where do you put the moon? It's still nil nil. <laughs> Where do you put to put that moon? Right, we've been doing uh, TV, TV detectives and footballers. Yep. Haven't we, Ed? You've been helping us out even though you don't know any footballers. Been trying my hardest. We've had some great suggestions from you listener guys. Um, we've had Joe Cole Poirot from Scott Vickers because he's Hercule part or oh. um yeah was that that one um we've got uh, uh, M- morse ungamst pedersen from george for inspector morse right that's a nice one isn't it and also earlier on we had the dexter morgan schneiderlin f- fiasco yeah the dexter gate which we changed to uh deborah deborah but, uh, but his dad was a t- detective as well so oh. it was harry morgan schneiderlin so we got that one as well and we got henning bergerac um which is quite nice um also oh, talking about the um dexter gate scandal um what happened you know everything just has a gate on it like water gate yeah like what happens if there's a problem the gates. It's just the gate gate. It's a gate gate, mate. Gate gate. Yeah. Just a gate gate. Got a big gate gate. Gate's been left open. Gate gate. Yeah, like on a farm or something. There must have... Oh, gate gate on yeah. Emmerdale. <laughs> Did you see the gate gate on Emmerdale? Oh my God. Old Jimmy Duckworth, whoever it is, he's only left the old gate open and then they've all turned up from the old Vic. Nightmare. Right, then, one more. Um, I'm going to do one more of the listeners' um, puns and then you can do your ones, Ed. Yeah, I've got, got a, I've got three, mate. Oh, that's three very nice, isn't it? You've got three? Yeah. You've got three? That's exciting. Um, I was going to, I'm going to play this because you've got three, right? This is what happens when there's, um, I mean, I've sometimes, you know, when you think you just like, it'd be good if you're slick. <laughs> <laughs> Getting stuff up. Um, I've got basically, oh, this is awful. Thought I had it, I haven't got it. Basically, I've got a little thing. If there's uh, three goals in a match, yeah. um, I uh, play it and then it's like, oh, three. And then you, because you, really, the timing was off. <laughs> On that. Anyway, to my move last on, pun, move on, Rob, move, move on, on, move on. We forgot about it. I'm still looking at it, though. Still trying to find it in my eyes. <laughs> we mouse doing the rest of the show. One more. Um, Inspector Caluso from like Calu, the footballer. Calu. Okay. So that's very nice ones, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, um, yeah. Go on. What you got, mate? Right. Some of them are a bit tenuous, but we're going to do them anyway. Um, hang on, just to help you, give a little bit of energy before we do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the start of Run right. Twist, the CRTV show from 1998. <laughs> just to give you a little pumped up. Yeah. yeah. Now, now I'm thinking about the opening credits where he takes his sock off and there's smelly, uh, smelly green air coming off of it. Oh, is that? And Round the Twist is, is that- in the opening credits. Yeah. So I'll just, I'll just now and again, in between ones, I'll just put a bit of Round the Twist in. Go yeah. on, do, do they're, all on you, they're all on YouTube. Yep. I have felt like this. <laughs> Strange things are happening. <laughs> 
Right, sorry, go on, do your first one. Right, this, again, you, pr- you probably won't get this one. Amber Jarak Brooks. Now, Amber Brooks is a, uh, she's a lady US soccer player. She oh. plays for the, uh, plays for the, the, I believe it's, uh, the Portland Qu- Thorns. The Portland, Portland Thorns, Thorns FC. The Portland uh, Thorns. Hometown New Hope, Pennsylvania. She's okay. a defender, uh, date of birth, January 23rd, 1991. Height, five foot six. Okay, so, so uh, niche, but... Amber Brooks. Okay, very nice. Bergerac so that's a good one. a Jersey-based detective. Yep, sure. Um, Detective Inspector Andre Flo Morse. Oh, that's a very good one, Ed. Thank you. Tor- so how did you find that? Because I assume you don't know who Torre Andre Flo No, I do. Uh, if you remember, at the top of my... Uh, the, no, when I arrived, I let you know that I enjoyed Chelsea, Chelsea fan. in the 1990s. Okay, Ed DeHoy, has he got in there? Uh, he's not. No? Okay, fine. I'm not. Eddie Newton. <laughs> and no, Eddie Newton. <laughs> what a player. Or oh, Terry Phelan, if you want to go real, uh, oh, yeah. r- real oh, back catalogue. Orange and grey kit. What are you thinking, Chelsea? <laughs> right, last one. Um... John McClain, Nathan Baker. John McClain, Nathan Baker? <laughs> yeah. What? That's just two names. No, John McClain, Nathan Baker. Right, you've tried that. Like, <laughs> I'm not sure about using the N on McClain as well. Well, no, it's McClain, Nathan Baker. McClain, Nathan Baker. So yeah. Th- Nathan Baker, of course, plays for... Aston Villa. Aston Villa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just checking that on Wikipedia. John McClain, Nathan Baker. Yeah, I think we should have edited on Tori and Jay Flow Inspectors. Absolute. Absolute Radio. Quiz time. There's a quiz, is there? Is there? Of course there's a quiz, mate. We've got the music for right. it. Right. I love doing that. Putting on the... Mm, mm, is this mm. question of oh. sports? A really, really sharp pain in my heart, then. Yeah, it's the hot pot. That's the hot pot, mate. hot pot. Well, that's all. That twitched. I, was the, I did a uh, body, uh, total body workout this morning and a hot pot. <laughs> uh, that, uh, that velocity, doing a radio show. God, no wonder I'm soldiering on all right. <laughs> Ed Gamble, you ready for the quiz? I'm so ready. Okay, basically, it's you're called Ed Gamble and it's a quiz about gambling. Oh, because I'm called... Ed. Ed. Yeah, because I'm called Ed, yeah. Because yeah, of money. Yeah. And you're just from, like, Amersmith, so we normally do, like, quizzes about where you're from, and you yeah. can only do so many questions about roundabouts about and flyovers. Like West London, yeah. yeah exactly. Or going, oh, two Marks and Spencers really close to each other, <laughs> just because of the flyover. <laughs> I mean, it's quite a niche chat, isn't it? Yeah. If you've never been to Hammersmith, it's basically a roundabout that's got well out of hand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to the point where there's so much going on there, they thought, should we just build a theatre and yeah. get something to eat, because we're going to be on this roundabout a long time. Um, <laughs> And that's enough of my West London bants. Um, Ed, yeah. quiz. First question. You ready? Yeah, I'm, I'm so ready. I'm saying pumped. that because I'm not ready. Get me little noises up um, for correct and incorrect You're answers. You're never ready with your noises. I'm not. Just give me a noise to do it. I'll do it now for you if you want. What, any noise? Yeah, any noise. Explosion. <laughs> oh, right, okay, from your mouth. I thought you were going to... Oh, yeah, no, I haven't got... No, I, I thought you were going to Westwood it. Yeah, okay. well, who do you think I am, eh? <laughs> right, now, let's do this. Let's be a bit of fun, wouldn't it? Right, question number one. Shaquille O'Neal... <laughs> <laughs> you got to love any question. I think that's the first time a question has started with Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, we always do Shaquille O'Neal-based questions. Oh, on sorry, mate. mate. Sorry, sorry. Come on, we're down with the kids, yeah? <laughs> um, right, Shaquille O'Neal once bet a teammate a thousand push-ups that he could rock up to the White House unannounced and they would let him in. Did he succeed? That is, Shaquille O'Neal once bet his teammate a thousand push-ups that he could just rock up to the White House right. and they would let him and in. And they would let him in. Did Shaquille O'Neal succeed? Shaquille, Shaquille O'Neal, star of Shazam. He's star of Shazam and NBA. I, I don't believe that he would have succeeded. I think security so of the White think... House... Security of the White House is so tight. What, what president was in at the time? 
Don't know, say. No. Let him say. Um, I'm, I'm going to say he did not succeed in getting into the White House with no appointment. I'm talking about Shaq here. Yeah, I know this who you're Shaq. talking about, mate. Hang on one second. All right, that's fine. Um, <laughs> okay, so you're saying no. You're saying no to Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, I'm saying he did not succeed. Correct, they would not let him in. Yeah, of course they wouldn't. Didn't have an appointment. Yeah, but imagine his arms now, a thousand push-ups. Oh. <laughs> Guns are still. You can get it now. Point, three point in everything. <laughs> Snooker, three points, bang. Oh, Just three points one. in any sport. Any sport you want, mate. <laughs> any sport. Now he's got those arms, straight yeah. in, bang. Darts, you got three. Yeah. He's rubbish at darts. <laughs> he's rubbish at darts, but he's really good at things where three points is high. Yeah, yeah. Um, right, next question. Um, so that was a tick, you got that one right. In 1908, no, right, this is a wordy one, and right. I'm not very good at speaking. Right, there's so. a whole year at the beginning. <laughs> In 1908, yeah. the Earl of Lonsdale, I don't mm-hmm. think it's the footwear brand. No. The Earl of Lonsdale bet his friend £21,000, that's a lot of money. Especially in 1908. Yeah, bet his friend that his mate couldn't walk around the world without being recognised, but he had to do it within a pram and wearing a metal helmet, right? And just to confirm, his friend isn't famous. Basically, he's going to walk around the world right. with a metal helmet on yeah. and a pram. He's betting him that someone at some point walk around the world won't go, you're the helmet and pram guy. Well, because I suppose eventually word's going to get round before yeah, you get there. Yeah, Forrest Gump run. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone was like, who's this beardy guy? And yeah, then before they know it, it was like... He's you know, famous. There's exactly. people following him. Exactly. So, he's bet his friend, £21,000, that his mate couldn't walk around the world without being recognised because he'll have this pram and wearing a metal helmet and it would take ages, right? Yeah. Did, you, did he win? Did... did did the, did, the pram, did the pram man succeed? Did the pram man succeed? Um, I... No, I don't think he did succeed, because I don't think he could walk around the world. I think he didn't even succeed in the walking around the world, let alone the not being recognised thing. Correct, Ed. He did He did go get quite far, though. How far did he get? Well, basically, he, um, his mate managed... Lonsdale's mate managed the whole of Canada... Wow. The whole of India, America... China and Japan in six years, but then World War One started, and he had to sort of just turn it in. That <laughs> that is a lot. That is places did, to go. That's six years for twenty-one grand. Yeah, but twenty-one grand in nineteen oh eight is probably like that is bare about six million pounds. That is probably, like isn't enough, it? enough readies. <laughs> that's what I mean? he said. That that's what Earl of Lonsdale said. Look, I'm going to give you enough readies if you walk all the way <laughs> You've on. You've got to get enough readies, yeah. bud. <laughs> right, next question. You was correct two now, mate. You're doing really good gambling questions. Thanks, in nineteen ninety-six, Brian Zembeck bet a fellow poker player a hundred thousand dollars that he would get breast implants and keep them for a year. <laughs> Did he do that? Now, I've seen a lot of poker players, gentlemen, and they seem to, you know, be sporting dresses anyway. Just putting that down there, yeah. yeah. Yep, so again. Um, so I, I'd say that sounds like exactly the sort of thing. If you're a poker player, you're a gambling man anyway. Yeah. And there's probably a lot of banter that flies around those tables, isn't there? There's probably a lot of laddie horseplay. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with that he did He did do it. He got the, the annual breast He implant. got the implants for a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct again. Yes, he yes he got them, and um, but in order to get them, he didn't just buy them. Yeah. He played the surgeon at backgammon for the price <laughs> of surgery. So he gambled for the operation, and he got them, and he got the boobs. Oh, that is a he, oh. the surgeon literally went all in. <laughs> um, so yeah, he got, and he, but he still kept the boobs. How for longer that? than a year? Yeah, but I reckon he probably just wanted to do the surgery and become a woman, but just didn't want to, like, admit it, so he sort of just sneakily done yeah. it in a bet. Yeah. And now he's happy. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, yeah, just still doing a bet, but really he's secretly happy with his decision. So he got, he got the boobs and then he sat back down with him and went, right, double or quits. Yeah. <laughs> 
Tell you what, I like these. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to get the full set. Going to go in. He's going all in on the next backgammon game. Right. Next question. A Chicago Bears fan bet his Green Bay Packers fan wife a tasering on the outcome on the team's match. Who got tasered? So basically, the support rival oh, okay. teams, yeah. and the loser, the team that lost, the fan had to get tasered. So who are the teams? Um, Chicago Bears and the Green Bay Packers. Now, I've heard of both of them. Yeah. I'm going to go... So, the, 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 the fella was a Bears fan, and yeah. his wife was a Packers fan. So, who? The, the, the man, the husband or the wife? The man gets tasered. <laughs> oh. I'm afraid it was the wife, and she called the police and got them arrested. Seriously? I think so, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Brian, Simon Bryan just gave me these about six minutes ago. Did, so. she, did she agree to the bet, though? Oh. She agreed to the Wait, tasering. Like, see, she agreed to it, but let's, let's just get bogged down in sort of, you know, domestic tasering. Um, <laughs> this is sort of kind of a subject for discussion. Either way, I hope she's all right now and um, it's all yeah. sorted. Yeah, but you do have to stick to your bets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Not always, not if it's... Yeah. A, <laughs> this one. Okay, in 1820. Well, that's weird. It's come after the 1908 one, even though that's old. Uh, in 1820, a butcher in Hungerford... <laughs> I bet he's busy. Um... <laughs> He bet a rower that won. Oh, what? Hang on, right. I've got. I'll be honest with you. Right. Right, sorry, sick. <laughs> um, right, in 1820, a butcher in Hungerford bet a rower that one of his pigs could run the Hungerford Bridge quicker than the rower could row the bridge under it. Right. You're going to have to. Yeah, re- I don't really understand that no, even no, no, I've no. said it. Right, there's a bridge. <laughs> There's a bridge, right? Everyone, yeah. There's ducks there. Everyone's starving, right? Right. Hang on, why have you thrown ducks in? Because there's like water in it. That's where they live, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, just, well, no, that, don't, there's no ducks in the race. Right, leave the ducks. The, the ducks are watching. The yeah, strictly, yeah. like... The ducks are spectators. Spectator duck. Yeah, okay. All right, okay. Um, if they were, though, we could have Mallard of the match. Ragaz! Oh! Still nil-nil in the Arsenal-Chelsea game. Um, right, so basically, there's a bridge, and a butcher's letting a pig run across the bridge. Yeah. And then a bloke's under the bridge rowing. Basically, mate, let's not get bogged down in details. Who, Who won? won? Pig, pig or rower? Pig <laughs> Um... I'd like the idea of the pig winning, and I don't think it would have... Okay, didn't even say that. Yep, yes. there you go with it. Pig Lovely. one! Four out of five! Yeah, it's all right, Campbell, isn't it? You are a dirty animal. Well done. <laughs> Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio, rock and roll football with old Bobby Beckles and Ed Gamble. Hello. Um, do you like the name Bobby Beckles for me, Ed? Do you I do, I really, I really like it. I'm sort of trying to get it to take off. Yeah. So I'm doing Glastonbury this year, and they asked... They had... They, have you, like, you all sign up, and they say, what name would you like... You to have like, like stage name, yeah. yeah. And I was going to write in like Noel Gallagher, <laughs> <laughs> just see if anyone's like cabaret tent quarter past one in the morning. It's Noel Gallagher doing it. Radiohead secret show. Yeah. That's my stage name. <laughs> but um, I didn't because I'm, I'm I'm really good with forms. I'm quite efficient. Yeah, yeah, I that's, that's good. Wanna, that's yeah. good to I mean, know, I, you yeah. know, don't get me wrong. On stage, I'm one of those jokes, jokey kinds of guys. Yeah, but um, you know, when it comes to forms, I don't mess so about. I mate. I'm. Uh, I like to fill in a customs form before the plane's taken off. Really? I'll take a pen with me for uh, that well, purpose. I've, actually, I filled one in. For every country in the world, just in case. Have you? Yeah, yeah. You've got, you've got a little briefcase, have you? No, I've got a, uh, got a uh, metal helmet and a pram on order. <laughs> and I'm ready to go. Let's go Lonsdale. Um, Ed Gamble, you're showing Soho next week. Yes, Gambletron Gamble 5000. Gambletron 5000, Soho Theatre, from 7th of May. <laughs> <laughs> the 7th? <laughs> It's on the 7th of May, I the 8th of... the time. 7th of May, 8th of May, 9th of May. Yes. What time? 9pm. 9pm. Oh, that's a good time, because you can meet for food. Solid, isn't it? Have a yeah. chat, yeah. and then you can go and see your show. Done by 10? 
Yeah, done by ten. Done Easy. by ten. Easy, and have, have a little drink afterwards. Come and see me in the bar after. He'll be there, he'll Get be in the bar. Get me a drink, I'll be there. Um, and, um, what's the show about, mate? Um, it's, it's kind of about how I've changed in the last two years, broadly, but a lot of it is just my best jokes, because it was my first hour show, so Perfect. I just sort of threw it all in. I hate a narrative, mate. Do you? Yeah, when you ask someone, what's your show about? And they go, really like the longing for belonging, and just the isolation of being alone but being with people. You think, is it funny, mate? <laughs> I don't, and then you watch it, and they're just talking about rude things. Yeah, oh yeah, I've got a lot of that, a lot oh, of rude yeah, things. Oh yeah, loads of isolation jokes there, when you yeah. talked about that massage you had awkwardly. <laughs> I felt really awkward at a massage, oh, isolation. We'll go and uh, just go and see your mates. Well, it's a funny show. It's a funny show. It's That's good. the theme. Do you have any like um, pre-show like routines? Uh, I sort of um, I, I panic mildly. Panic mildly. Yeah, I drink a lot of water. Yeah, and then I go to the toilet a lot because any of specific that. clothes. Do you always wear the same thing for a tour? No, I was in Edinburgh, but I was only wearing, like, a, at the Edinburgh Festival, I was just wearing, like, uh, T-shirts and stuff because it gets so warm in those venues. I oh, prefer okay. to wear a lovely shirt on stage, really. Make people... How is it? Were you playing Mordor? <laughs> <laughs> Sure, you can get away with a shirt. Like your, no, like, because if, if you it, said I really like playing wearing bomber jackets yeah. and ski shoes, <laughs> leather trousers, <laughs> but you get too hot. It does get very hot in here. It gets warm, and I like to be animated. Yeah, you do. You like to get into it, didn't you? Yeah. Because you're on. Um, you're doing Edinburgh Fringe as well, aren't you? Yeah. And um, your next um, Lawman. Lawman. That's what it's called. Yeah. One fifteen p.m. Cannons Gate. Oh, that's a free fringe because a lot of people because I love Edinburgh Fringe Festival. I didn't know it existed until I started doing comedy. Yeah. So I'm a little little cockney boy. <laughs> just go to fight and panto. Um, so I didn't know about all that arty stuff, but it's quality. And if it, yeah. it's quite expensive, but there's loads of brilliant shows on the free fringe for free. Like yours. So and there's like a bucket at the end. You just sort of chuck some. Uh, ch they can chuck some. Donations in. Or so chuck some, it. like, if you go around and take some bottle caps with you in your pocket, you can just chuck throw them, them in. and then it just sounds like you're giving something. Uh, Please what, don't do that. What's your spill? To get, have you done a free fringe before? Because I did the free fringe, and I always went, oh, oh thanks for com coming, guys. Um, just let you know, though, um, really appreciate coming. But um, as you leave, they want to keep the noise down cause for the pub and local area. So, notes. Yeah, that's no, good. In. That's really good. Raggaz! No. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do? Just like give it all your money? Um, I'm thinking of when I, when I I'm going to go and hold the bucket as they leave, and I'll basically I'll have a real go at people if they don't put enough in. Okay, that sounds good. It's gonna, so I'm just going to take it to them. Have an hour of great laughs and then be really intimidated yeah, at the yeah, end. Yeah. Go and see the lawman. Well, there you go. The, it might have a wild west element to the poster. Oh, lovely. Well, so you can see if you want to see the old show though. So the old show, the, the, the top dog one, the one yeah, that's all finished. The A grade stuff. The old Gamble Trump Five Thousand. Seventh and ninth of May. Seventh. <laughs> to the night for May. Well, that's the end of the show, Ed Gamble. Oh, no. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. And um, people can find you on Twitter, Ed Gamble Comedy, can't yes, they? Yes, they can. And they can come and see your show. Yes, they can. You've been lovely. Thanks so much for listening. I've been Bobby Beckles, and I'll speak to you next week. Bye! This is, this is Absolute, Absolute Radio.